Hey, Gundam Maniacs, welcome to the Gundam Explained show live. It's December 1st, last month of the year. This is where um, I think the time when everyone watches their favorite, or their favorite Gundam Christmas movie, which is War in the Pocket. That, that is <laughs> Nicely the... done. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, that's cool. But anyway, guys, uh, you know, I'm your host, Adam Blue, and joining me as always is the ever evil uh, <laughs> Stephen from Midnight Hatter. What's up, man? Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm a little, uh, I guess I needed to have a more menacing tone. Um, but I do appreciate that we both have our Christmas, um, you know, get up going on, right? You've yeah. got the tree in the background. I've yeah. got my little baby tree and some lights going on. I'm trying to, you know, just get in the spirit, right? Yeah, no, I like to do that. I remember last year, I even like, for Halloween last year, I bought these like orange lights. And then I just left them up for Thanksgiving, left them up for Christmas. <laughs> um, but I, I do like the decorating in fact like i think it was yeah that thanksgiving week uh my wife just went through and decorated the entire house with everything christmas so hey what's what you drinking oh a little uh bourbon and coke oh yeah you know as they say it's five o'clock somewhere well it's five o'clock here so yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of bourbon when i was in california and i was you know what's fun is lyft or uber conversations you never oh, know yeah. And this guy, he's older, and I was t saying how, you know, sometimes I can't really just drink all the time because I get um, uh, I get sick really easily. And he's like, do bourbon, do bourbon. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, do do you, you notice with bourbon maybe less of a hangover? Or? I typically don't get hangovers in general, so I'm probably not the best source of information. But, I mean, I... I've noticed that, like, my neighbor, he and his uh, significant other get in fights whenever they drink gin, so they prefer dark liquors. And I'm like, oh. I'm, you know what? I'm going to adhere to that. Clear okay. liquors mean fight, and <laughs> dark liquors are, are just good times. Okay. I like the sound of that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad that you brought up, like, Lyft and Uber conversations. I've gotten into some fun conversations, especially when you ask, you know, what they do outside of Lyft and Uber. Yeah, I had one woman that was driving my wife and I around and she it turns out she worked at one of the like porn shops in like one of the local porn shops in our uh, wow. town, which funny story. They actually have a rule at this particular shop and you would where know. all of the DVDs that they have at least 50 percent of the DVDs have to be non porno movies. So they have like a ton of like Hallmark movies and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like it's like the pre-show. Just to kind of <laughs> if you want the plot, here's the plot that I'm going to use. <laughs> so I, naturally, I had to ask. I was like, "We're in the Uber." I said, "Hey, you know, is that rule true?" And she said, "Oh yeah, absolutely. That's we're oh. we're very strict about it." <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool because when one of the things that I thought was pretty awesome is. This particular era, area where the Bandai Namco offices are, there is this mission, and that's like a church. I, I, when I was saying mission to some people, they didn't understand, and I can't say I really understand that either. But um, anyway, it's a church that was known to uh, be one of the earliest missions in California, but there was also some you know, rumors or talks that really it's far older than that. And Oh, I'm all into that ancient history stuff. You know, I bring it yeah. up once in a while. So I was like, you know what? Since I'm going to be 20 minutes from there, I'm going to make sure to check it out. And so as I was getting the lift down there, you know, the guy's like, oh, what are you doing here for work? And I'm like, eh, not really. <laughs> and I'm like, but actually I'm here for something else. I just wanted to see this 
mission because I heard it's supposed to be it could be older than it really is. And I'm going to check it out. And he's like, no, it is. I've, I grew up here. I've been there since I was a kid. And what we always talk about is how this is really older than they say it is. And I, yeah, and I was like, see, wow. you never know. You just never know yeah. when you're talking to someone that you might have like a kindred spirit thing going on. Yeah, where... like, like, it can, like they know of something and they can provide more info because I think that kind of validated. And so while there weren't a lot of things that made me 100% believe that, yes, this is way older than it's supposed to be. There were enough things that made me question the architecture style, especially when there was a lot of bigger stonework at the bottom than smaller bricks, like filling up the top as if they were trying to repair it, but they repaired it with like lesser materials, if you see what I mean. So yeah, I'll, I might cover that on my dissection channel, but um, we're going to jump Pretty into cool. some good Gundam stuff today. You know, first shout out to the chat. We've got Nike, Robert, McDeo, which um, uh, we should check out uh, uh, the stream from Wednesday. Yeah, that was uh, a lot of fun. Yep, that was yeah. good on uh, link uh, below for uh, Hatter's channel. It's always a blast when we have Zeke New York guys join us for a chat. I mean, just fun people. Every single one of them has different strengths when it comes to Gumpla building. And then yeah. they all have different like philosophies when it comes to building. But yeah, if anybody really embodies that like Gumpla is freedom movement, that's Zeke New York. Yeah. And you know what? And two, the other thing I got from it too, it's like a group of like wise men in a way. Like, yeah, it's, it's almost like they have this knowledge and this wisdom you know, and, and it's it's pretty cool, I got to say. But Talos, uh, good to see you. Zionic Shadow, of course. Thanks. Yeah, Zionic Shadow for the Epion and the Anime New York stuff. That was awesome. Um, and I, I'm always getting off topic when I talk. But I am going to Anime Frontier, December 8th through 11th. They're going to have the Gundam base pop up there. It's in Fort Worth. So if anyone that's watching or listening will happen to be there, feel free to... Uh, hit me up there. Um, um, there was a point I was going to make about that. I think that was really the point is because, um, uh, yeah, it reminded me. Anime festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's all this stuff going on. I'm going to wear that anime NYC shirt there that uh, Zionic sent over um, because I would have loved to gone to that. But at least I get to go to this, um, which is pretty cool. But yeah, yeah um, let's see. Austin Mangus, good to see you. Johnny Tacoma. First Gundam Explain podcast since baby was born. Well, you know, podcasts are good pastimes with babies. So hopefully this can uh, give you something to escape. Into. We'll speak quietly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah I'll try afraid. to be quiet. Can't guarantee that. But <laughs> no. Uh, Rogue New Type, good to see Jam Kill X, Neon Wave, Ultronomous. Man, we've got the team here. Uh, Jigen fan. Oh, a Jigen fan. That's, that's a good one. There um, you go. No oh, Jetta cool. fan, though. What's that? No Jetta fan. The, the, oh, that's right. The, I was even thinking about that yesterday. What's the other J mobile suit? And Jays. I got to do a video on that. Just um, but no, Clint Garcia. Good to see you. Um, but um, so what we're mainly going to talk about today is a lot of things. And it was my trip to Bandai Namco. They invited me along with four others. And the purpose of it was to kind of, you know, meet the team, meet uh, the team members from Japan help give feedback. They asked us a lot of questions. Um, and yeah, I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, what I wanted to do first, actually, oh, 
The other thing, this Saturday, 5 p.m. Central, in the Gundam Explained Discord, there's going to be a build and chill. There's a voice channel there. And you know what? I, like, yeah, show up around 5, but feel free to be early. And then it could go on for the rest of the night. I just want it to be like, if you're it building goes on till Saturday, question marks. Yeah, <laughs> if, you're, if you're building on Saturday and you're like, you want to do it with some people, I, I like want that to be a space. Just jump in. There's someone to build with. I thought that would I be pretty it. cool. Because... I have so much Gunpla I got to get on to. Um, it's almost like I marked my calendar. Okay, I need to work on Gunpla. Why don't I do it with my friends? And um, I'm going to work on the um, one that Goose got me. Uh, uh, Gune's um, Yak yeah, Doga. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, because uh, it's been a while since I got to a Master Grade. Um, I think the Zeta was the last one. So, um, yeah, guys, so check out the events in Discord. Um Oh yeah, one one other thing I wanted to show off. My a, a friend of mine, who's like a brother-in-law, but my sister divorced him, so he's kind of not. But maybe that's TMI for now. But he got me this, and then if you press a button, and I think the light is kind of diluting actually because it's a full color picture. Yeah, the the light. Oh, actually, if I change, let's see, it's no, it's not really doing it. I mean, I can see the line art, and it looks pretty freaking sweet yeah and what's cool about it is you can't really tell but it's like full color but yeah i noticed on the camera you can't see he got me this and ariel um what's with awesome. all this non-uc stuff lately right but i think that's yeah. just the natural course of evolution with gundam is it's well then consider me weighed down weighed down by gravity because that is not the <laughs> <laughs> no you know what i think that all that's going to turn around when requiem hits right like it's going to reinvigorate all of us uh uc fanboys oh yeah oh i can't wait i can't wait for that um okay so here's what i wanted to jump into when i was down there those four other uh influencers uh and, and basically what bandai namco does is they'll find people uh online that they can tell they love Gundam and talk about it online, but they're also not toxic. And they will like ping them, be like, hey, how about you help us with some stuff? We'll give you some things. And um, very cool. Now I've talked to them in chat before, but I got to meet them in person. It was fantastic. I want, I have all the links for uh, these uh, influencers in the description. And after the show, guys, or while you're watching, I think you can middle mouse click and it opens a new window, right? And then you can, you <laughs> so you yeah. can still be here. No, but uh, uh, make sure to follow and subscribe. So first of all, we've got flail throughs. I think most people are familiar with flail throughs, Rob. Yeah, Rob. yeah, from one way or another. I know for me, it was when I was playing SDG Generation Genesis for the first time, and I would be stuck on how to get those like special uh, missions done. Like, cause you know, sometimes it's like specific moves you got to do to get it. He, his yeah. videos would cover that. And, um, like, so it was great, you know, especially he had, he had a mask on cause he was just being careful, you know? Uh, and so I, you know, and I don't know what he looks like, but as soon as he spoke, <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's Rob. And I was almost I, starstruck. I know those buttery tones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was starstruck for a bit too. Like, I, I was like, Oh man, I can't, I can't like all the times I've heard you talk. <laughs> no, it was cool. Um, so he's got his YouTube here. Um, another individual that was really cool, Rose Waltz. Didn't really know much of them. I had seen their content before. Uh, they primarily uh, stream on Twitch, but they have a YouTube. Um, 
really knowledgeable in Gundam stuff and video games. Like, I think, uh, Stephen, to the degree we are. Ooh. Because they were talking about, like, the fighting game mechanics. And, and when we were talking to Bandai and we were talking about what we like out of video games, they were talking about, like, me mechanics are important. Like, depth to... Yes. And and so they're really into fighting games and stuff. So I was like, okay, this person, yeah, we'll have to... Uh, yeah, we'll have to um, ha have them on sometime. All of these influencers will have to have on sometime. Now, so. I'm going to stop you right there just to say shout out to Austin Mangus for upgrading membership oh. to the Ace Pilot level. Thank you so much. Yeah, Appreciate that. nice. Awesome. Sorry, I just didn't want that to fly under the radar while we were going through some you, of these influencers. You are you are perfectly correct in doing that. Thank you. Um, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, Rose Waltz, a link in the description. Yeah, but Deba. Yeah, but Deba, yeah, link tree stuff here. I think <clears> primarily <throat> on Twitch, but also does YouTube. Is uh, She's been doing Mass Effect stuff. I would, she's almost more like comedian-like. She, she, she does a lot of skits that are pretty hilarious, and they're usually based on things in Gundam that you would know about, and she plays games too, and super funny. Um, links in the description to follow her stuff. Yeah, TikTok also. She, she does a lot on TikTok, but uh, hilarious. Like, I, I thought she was like a comedian pretty much. Um, and then Zant, another like deep-cut gamer, like, knows understands like the japanese gaming scene and like those more obscure japanese games usually people don't uh play or talk about but he covers that um and yeah he has a lot of cool stuff i think he's been part of this program bandai longer than anyone else so he's been working with them for I mean, a while it seems like a lot of these influencers the the crossover the venn diagram if you will between gundam and gaming yeah it's pretty tight yeah, no, and I th it, I think that was done deliberately too by Bandai Namco Entertainment America. It's like they they know that there are certain things that um, uh, helps people get into Gundam. Mm -hmm. It's not only Gunpla, but the video games, you know. And well, and like you know, there's not a lot of work to do on the Gunpla front because obviously Gunpla sell like hotcakes, regardless, right? So from a marketing perspective the real i guess struggle to get a foothold in the american market is in gaming and yeah. and so it really makes sense where you know you can really kind of judge exactly where their heads are at when it comes to who they are bringing in and what kind of perspectives they want to try and foster so it's very cool so i'm glad you brought that up because that segues into um what i got out of this trip going down there and i would say it was while the main thing is like, how can we help Bandai understand like how to really propel Gundam in the West? Um, uh, you know, there was a lot of, um, a lot of it was about the gaming too. Um, and they asked us a lot about the games and I'll get to that here in a second. So when I first showed up and I showed some of the pictures, I think on the Instagram and TikTok, we were in the lobby, we were able to like, uh, take those pictures but then after that no cameras so i, I thought i was going to be able to like take all this video and all that but nah. and that's okay you know it's but what was awesome walking through the offices seeing the people's desks like they were just full of gundam merchandise it's like there's no room for a monitor on this desk like it's <laughs> it's pretty much they have like the, the neo zeong is like in front of their monitor as they're working <laughs> sounds like my desk i'm like you know <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and and so it was just cool to see that like the people working there. And and again, I want to reiterate, like this is the America division in America. In they're in America, but I'm sure they want to do all the stuff Japan is doing. They want to be able to. Oh yeah bring out all the stuff that Japan is and have a say in that stuff. So it, it's, it was really cool to see how dedicated uh, those people were. Um, and so um, then we, we were then talking to uh, the team there and the team in Japan. We had like a meeting that w- went for a while. Uh, just to, it was an awesome conversation because they asked really nuanced questions about Gundam in terms of like, okay, as you guys are influencers, uh, based on your community, you know, your trigger word, um, what are uh, like, what, how does your audience react to this or that, you know, in the Gundam universe? Like, what are some favorite shows? And what are your favorite shows? You know, what are your favorite games? What are some favorite games? And, and you could tell they were really, it was like, they're really serious about really understanding what that Western Gundam fan is looking for and what they want. Um, and it was really fun to be able to tell them, like, from my experience, you know, like the games I'm playing, what I love about some of the games, what I wish was in some of the games. So we were able to be honest about, you know, some of the things. That's very um, cool. And now, would you say that there was, and, you know, I don't want there to be like any kind of don't name names or anything like that. But what kind of consensus did you and the other influencers arrive at? Or was the was the kind of perspective a lot broader than that? You know, d- did it seem like the average American fan of Gundam is all kind of a monolith or was it kind of all over the place? That's a really good question. And I think what this meeting did is really give me an idea of like, where where America or the Western audience is at with Gundam. And even they even brought it up like relevance. So for example, and I was even able to use examples when I was there when I would be in a Lyft or Uber and the guy's like, what are you here for? And it's like, Oh, uh, I got invited down to this office. I have this YouTube channel about something. They're like, Oh, what is it about? I'm like, here you go. And it's like Gundam. And they're like, Oh, what's that? You know? And, it's like, yeah, what can I say? Uh, it's like, I want to say a Japanese anime, but that doesn't help. In fact, it might hurt when you're speaking to Americans, especially maybe older, you know, and it's like, well, if I don't want to say, uh, so what I started saying was, oh, it's like, it's it's from Japan. Yeah, it's an anime, but it's like a more mature Star Wars. You know, that's always a good description. Yeah, that's what I, but, but I think that's what they were, trying to get down to and trying to figure out what is the move to make yeah Gundam like that easy like to center it ground it when someone's like oh what's Gundam oh it's this and to me I think the main thing is if I think of popular IPs in the world it's like it's it's like um having a live action movie (laughs) I mean you look at Star Wars Marvel like those big Harry Potter all these big things Lord of the Rings they all have these movies yeah. and a lot of people just know the movies yeah and a lot of it it's like but it but it has to be done well right because yeah. Gundam does have a live action movie um <laughs> I mean it's 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 like in my mind I don't count it as a live action movie <laughs> but it is even like and and you're one of the biggest you know uh fans of of, of of G Savior yeah so it's very 
you know, it's very interesting that we kind of forget about it. And and so, you know, to relate it to kind of American IPs, you know, you think about like the Fantastic Four. There was that Fantastic Four movie that was going to come out in the 90s, the early 90s. Oh, that uh, got shelved. Cronenberg, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the one. And so, you know, what really put Fantastic Four on the map was like the first really terrible <laughs> movie oh, that yeah. got released. Yeah. Right. So the one with Jessica Alba and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's, you know sometimes it's not just having the live action because you know we've had we've had properties do that type of thing but it really takes somebody who is passionate about the ip and can really make it stick you know people don't think about like the old hobbit cartoons as much as they think about the peter jackson movies yeah so it's like you know yeah so what you're saying is execution is important yeah it can't just be uh let me skip this ad Saying some better ad running. Um, it, so yeah, what what I think you're saying is it really just can't be any live action Gundam movie. It's like they really have to hit the mark with this because then I can be in public and someone be like, "Oh, what's your channel on?" It's like, "Oh, you know that Gundam movie that came out on Netflix?" Like, mm. "Oh yeah," I'd be like, "Yeah, I actually cover it. Started back in 1979 in Japan. I cover the history and lore and all that. Like, I want to be able to do that one day." You know, I mean, it's so funny because like, you know, I was on that marketing show with with uh, OmniSend, like the, the email platform that I oh, use. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they said, hey, well, we understand you have a podcast. And I was like, yeah, my partner and I talk about uh, Gundam. And they were like, oh, my gosh, like, that's hilarious. So that's what those are behind you. And like, oh. you know, th- they knew what I was talking about. And they were like, well, you know, it's like I haven't watched Gundam since the 90s and like Gundam Wing and all that kind of stuff. And I was like we cover more universal century, but you know, it's like a, yeah. Shared franchise type deal. Because that's something I think that Bandai is trying to figure out here. Like for the F1 thing, you know, that was Bandai America trying to figure out what is some way to make Gundam appear somewhere, you know? Um, And what they did was, you know, a lot of the marketing featured the RX-78 two and the aerial because the idea is like, well, here's the, Oh, gee, but then like, here's the show that's on right now that's popular, you know? And I think that's another thing that's kind of hard too, because like, if you're, if someone wants to get into Star Wars, you'd say, go watch the original Star Wars. Yeah. I wonder if today you could be like, well, it looks kind of old. So, I mean, you'll like Empire Strikes Back. I mean, I don't know, Uh, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't think that anyone says when it comes to like, well, and it's so hard because how many people aren't familiar with Star Wars? But nobody says like, well, you should probably start with Andor because Andor is like this encapsulated story. You know, there's no buy in with like the Jedi and such. like Andor is like the 0080 of Star Wars. That is an excellent (laughs) comparison. Um, Yeah. Not only are they very similar, but yeah, that's. I, not that I come across that, but if someone's like, I haven't watched Star, Star Wars, where should I start? It's like, well, check out that Andor show, you know, because that is like a really just well-made story. Yeah. Just on its own. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That, yeah, that's a good one. And maybe um, that's what more of Star Wars needs is maybe more like, you know, not to change subjects, but like tangentially, maybe Star Wars needs more of those like not connected to Darth Vader, not connected to the Skywalkers, like just more stuff that's... Well, yeah, there. you know what? I think you, you're making sense because that's literally what Gundam did. Because, yeah, they had yeah, the original double Zeta, double Zeta Shar, and then, yeah, Stardust Memory, 08 the MS, MS team, yeah. F9. And then they just kept, and then they eventually came back with like Hathaway, Unicorn, Hathaway. 
So yes, that is a really good point, Stephen. Man, you're you're knocking it out today. Yeah, Star Wars. Needs- I got my thought juice in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely, Star Wars would succeed. So then, okay, if we're able to identify the things that Star Wars is doing right, or I should say, no, that Gundam is doing right for their legacy, what could what could they do right to have that um, visibility? And they were even saying how Gundam is the 13th most popular IP in the world, which that's high up there. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you were to, you know, tally all of the franchises out there and that's pretty damn impressive. In, 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 wasn't it too, that merchandise is what made star Wars popular. Although I don't know how often when I am talking to people about star Wars, it's about the toys. Even though secretly, I think people do get the merch. It's just that they want to talk about the world. And I think even though for Gundam, it's the Gumpla, the merchandise that sells, I think they haven't fully committed into how do you ground and market the world in the West? Because then there's Wing. That's a different world. Yeah. And there's Seed. That's a different world. And so now there's that confusion. Yeah, and I think that there might be a little bit of like that. Uh, I guess it's diluting the brand a little bit because ultimately there's no like AU Star Wars stuff, right? Like there's yeah. no Star Wars that doesn't have Jedi and like has, you know. Yeah, like a whole made up thing. Like yeah, what yeah, would like be the whole... thing? Yeah. So I think that by creating so many AUs, um, you know, Gundam has create has kind of dug a hole for itself a little bit in a way because instead of doing more UC side stories and UC you know expanded universe type stuff, they've just gone off the rails and yeah. done entirely new universes, which makes it very hard to take somebody who say got into the series because of IBO and say, hey, by the way, there's 40 years of backstory that has nothing to do with this that you like, but it, it, it so, yeah, yeah. That it, that's not to say that it's impossible, because, you no, know. No, they just have to find out what that is, and it's going to be some sort of collaboration of some sort in the West to kind of have people, you know, have a center on something. Um, yeah. Fulcrum is saying merchandise for Star I'm assuming wars didn't really take off until the buildup to ESB and peak during release of ROTJ. But from what I understand, when Star Wars came out, people wanted the figures so bad they weren't they had to buy something they wouldn't get until later. Remember, it was like yeah. I wasn't alive for it, but there was the the figure set. And so yeah, it was when the Star Wars movie came out, that's why George Lucas said, I want merchandising rights, because Yeah, exactly. It's just like you know. uh space balls. Merchandising. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, and it's very interesting because if you think about it, that inspired things like Rambo and RoboCop and like these really adult oh. movies. It's like Alien. you would never let a nine-year-old watch RoboCop unless you're me. But like and me, I did that the other day. He was 10, <laughs> but you know. But but <laughs> how many RoboCop action figures did they have? How many Rambo yeah. action figures did they have? totally inappropriate for kids yet the, here they are marketing the thing to kids and it goes back to that idea and i always credit bob buddy uh yeah bob buddyansky with this is the um the transformers marketing scheme is nobody cared about the transformers toys until you had the show because the show taught you how to play with the toys because yeah. 
you know, if you, no one cares about a transforming car that turns into a robot until you say, well, that car is an Autobot and it fights against Decepticons for freedom and all, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So in the same way, you know, toys are not just like merchandise, like they, they are like the vehicle that drives the content that drives the merchandise. It's like a, it's like a circle too, because you need, yeah, you need that world. Even if you can use your imagination with the merchandise, you need the world to help support that. And, you know, that's a really good point because I think that further supports the idea of doubling down on like a build universe because the build universe could be, here's the merchandise based off of all of these different, which well, think about that. What if there was a, a build, maybe this is what the live action movie is, a build universe where it's not like custom gunplay. It's like someone with their RX-78 too, someone with their death site. Like it's yeah. actually, I mean, that might be the best way to do it. Oh my God, this is a live action movie <laughs> that is billed, but it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's with the actual model kit. So then when the movie comes out, you could say, oh, did you see that Gundam movie or on Netflix? Yeah, you know, the guy with the white V, the V fin, the real popular one. That's the original, you know, and you can the OG. Or when he saw the crazy death scythe with the scythe, you know, that's that's from this one called Wing, separate universe. And yeah. And similar to something like Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Because Yu-Gi-Oh is a card game and the TV show is about people playing the card game. And so it's like, oh, I never saw that. That's actually pretty neat. So it's not like monsters or in it? No, I mean the the oh. the the fantasy world that happens within the card game, like it's just kind of part of the the story behind the card game in the show. So it's like, oh, I mean, it's interesting. And uh, to me, that's what the build series are, right? Because that's you're you're taking the model kits from real life and then putting a story around them in in universe. Yeah, no, that, that's actually pretty interesting. So I'd say that I'm glad we had this talk because it, it really makes me believe if they're going to do a Gundam live action movie, even though I'd want an OG, it would be combining all the universes, but not making up custom gundams like or mobile suits actually using the, all the popular ones yeah use what's that. there because and maybe that's the kind of the failure of the build series in general is by creating all these customs and creating this like culture around the gunpla customization thing people usually don't if if you're not in that world you're not one of those people that paints and customizes their gunpla then you really don't have anything to latch on to but yeah, no, I, I like that. I think that you've got really a good, good you've got a good idea there. Well, I think that was both of us. Uh, just in case it fails, I can say it wasn't all me. There we no. go. <laughs> See, ju just like the merchandise and content, you and I are just bouncing off of each other. Yeah. Um, but no, this is this is awesome stuff. I mean, I'm I'm glad that these are the kind of conversations that are happening at such a high level, yes. and that they're involving people like yourself that that have this kind of you know. Passion. I have a passion for this stuff and I even consider myself a creative. I even, when I was there, I said, if you guys need help on the live action movie, I <laughs> not that that's going to get, I might as well try. Um, and, and it was cool Future because shot. Japan was there too. There was someone actively translating. I mean, think about that. Like they're taking it that seriously to hear what people that spend their time making Gundam content, you know, um, it's not just some random person that likes Gundam. It's someone that is actually actively making content um, because then they know the 
to a degree they're taking it seriously. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no. Uh, Giant Tacoma, GBO2 on Xbox One. You know what? That's a missed opportunity. Um, but I think that just has to do with the legacy of Japanese developed games always on Sony. And then even the yeah. port to PC was pretty tough. Uh, but Which I'm right there with you. I mean, honestly, that that is a big missed opportunity because, like, I can imagine, you know, Call of Duty is only big. I mean, I don't want to say it's only big, but it's big because of Xbox. It is. Like, you're right. The, during that era, you know, you know it's that I, type it's like, of game. Yeah, the Xbox, you know, PlayStation is more popular than Xbox, but Xbox seems to attract the people that, like, are, oh, like, getting want, into like, like online first, shooter first, yeah multiplayer yeah you know i want team-based like squad action yeah whereas you know yeah people playing on playstation they want like story driven and the rpgs rpgs yeah. exactly yeah so it's you know it, it is like a huge missed opportunity on that yeah side of the market but what are you gonna do there's there's a lot more variables to <laughs> And and I don't want to discount though that they like made an Xbox only online Gundam game called Operation Troy. Um <laughs> that <laughs> I tried playing it on an emulator and it doesn't work out too well, but it's pretty neat that they uh, at least tried it. And that's when you started off on foot. With, yeah. With, that's pretty neat. So um okay, so um okay, what were some other things that they were talking about? So it look it another thing too is they're they're they are looking for detailed feedback for future games so that's another good thing they were really asking some deep questions about uh what they would do for future games and i think that was really awesome i mean it makes me really excited for what could be coming i was gonna say they they could not ask a better person than you because mm -hmm. i'm glad because yeah. like a lot of people play video games and i think that there's a you know I would even say that there's probably different perspectives on games between casual gamers and like hardcore gamers. And I think that a lot of Gundam influencers are hardcore gamers. Yeah, but right. then I think that there's that third step of like game developers and people that have that perspective from behind the scenes that can say, you know, because because anyone can say like, well, I wish that this game was a first person shooter and had this, this and this. And it's like, but you don't really know what those types of terms mean for developers. And I think that you are one of those influencers that that gets it from. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, before making Gundam content, I was always making video game content. So to be in a position where a company that makes video games is asking me uh, feedback for stuff like I was so proud like that you're like subscribe to blue gamer <laughs> yeah and I brought Make that up. sniper elite five but with Gundams <laughs> well you know it's funny because they even had us do introductions to Japan and I brought that up I brought up how really my main hobby was you know we'll start with content creations video gaming uh That's so awesome. there's that crossover there and yeah hope hope to be taken seriously but then again we were and that's what I think is amazing they were asking us we were there for hours they were asking us deep questions. So, That's so cool. they really care. Again, this is both Bandai Namco America setting this up and the Japanese division wanting that feedback. So, I mean, all positives. Um, let me show some stuff real quick that I got. Um, over there. I got um, funny because I'm wearing the shirt, <laughs> I think. It's like, right? Is it? It's a variant. At least well, that's, that's like the wing zero and then the uh wing zero 
or well wing gundam wing zero i i think people i will learn it one day people there's wings <laughs> anyway um and then this one's cool it was the japanese only limited edition um one so that will be a build pretty soon and that's awesome uh, they'll probably be af after the epion that uh um Zionic shadow sent over i can't wait for that um and then it's pretty cool they got us some just a couple things from the uh uh the gundam factory so like this is a sticker you know that um <laughs> I think, yeah clear sticker i don't know where i would put it but looks like a like you know something you put on a car ah oh let's see what the wife says and then um and then this it's like a little stand so oh that's cool yeah it was pretty neat like you know nothing crazy actually i do think this is crazy to give us like a limited gunpla so full yeah. video on that for sure um Definitely. that'll be coming up um okay so then um something else i want to show real quick and i'm actually going to drop the link in the chat so they had us make a video that is because there's this gundam uh fan festival um oh wait zionic shadow just gave me an idea in just a second i'm gonna open this okay this kit but uh, <laughs> but um i like this effect when you go over the video that's just the design person in me um oh i, I didn't share my it. screen with you did i no but that's okay because i am over here <laughs> well, hold on let, let me do it real quick because i uh there we go okay um yeah, so there's this Gundam uh, e-festival going on right now, which is pretty cool because they have like turn A and stuff that you can watch. They have all the build stuff. Yeah, it's pretty um, awesome. But even though that was me, I clicked on, there's other influencers like um, Gumpla Sisters. You guys might be familiar with. Um, uh, Yeba, Deba, who I talked about a second ago, Kakarot. A couple of moderately known names. I don't, I don't know any of them. <laughs> yeah, no, there's uh, a lot of cool people on Kakarot here. Kakarot in there. Yep. Uh, Red Wolf Vion, who uh, uh, I did an interview on his channel um, previously, which was pretty cool. So, yeah, Rose Waltz is on there also. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so check that out, too. It's it, it's just to hear from other influencers to see what they have to say about, you know, Gundam and all that. Um, How many takes did your video take? Just one, because, dude, nowadays, because uh, just... I'm making videos all the time. I have this process where I'm just like. And my, I already talk a lot anyway, so it's easy to make content. <laughs> I just have to press record. But actually, yeah, let me uh, open that real quick just to kind of show, because I haven't really taken a... What's in the box? So, <laughs> and then, like, there's a head, and I'm like, wait a minute. This... Um, I think they gave me the wrong kit. <laughs> I'm supposed to build a person? But no. Um, and then, yeah, there's some... It looks like it's primarily blue, and I, I guess yeah. I could have looked up what this looked like, but um, let me see if there's a a completed version in here. Um, hard to see without the color, so it, it almost looks like, you know, a, a thinner GPO2, I guess. Um, oh, no, it has some cannons on its back. That actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to say, is that out of uh, double O? Yeah, that's right. It has some double O looks to it. But this is supposed to be a whole new ex exclusive Gundam to the game. It's called like the 
the Extreme Gundam, according to Xeonic Shadow. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's right. Ex Extreme Gundam and Eclipse F parts. Very sweet. 10th, 10th anniversary. Um, so, yeah, I'll I'll try to yeah build that soon. Um, and that's that's another thing that like you know for instance the Extreme versus series is one of the more popular video game adaptations of Gundam in Japan, but they yeah. they just well, A, they don't port the latest games over to the West, and B, they, they just don't really land the same way. So Yeah, you know, that's interesting because we talked about that a little bit, and it seems like they the arcade scene... Oh, and by the way, I'm going to change... No, it's, I'm going to divert and sub-story, nest a story in this. <laughs> Have you watched High Score Girl, the anime on Netflix? No, no, I haven't. Watch it and get back to me. Everyone watch it if you haven't watched it. I High cried. Score Girl. I okay. cried so much, but it's it's a, a character story, but it's wrapped in the Japanese arcade fighting game scene. So it starts in 91, and it follows the games that came out, and it's so similar to when I would be reading the magazines that come out. I'm like, oh, this new game's out in Japan in the arcades? Whoa. But anyway, this show uh, showed it. But so that's the thing. In Japan, arcades still have this sort of – uh, I guess love that is not anywhere in America really, but, um, and, and so that, that newest extreme game, uh, just makes a lot of money by just being in the arc. It makes more money than if they were to sell copies of it on yeah. a console. The other thing too, is I think that th those games are just good games. It just happens to have the Gundam skin. And I think we've talked about that on here yeah. before. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. Um, and, and, you know, we've talked to uh, New Type Seiji, who is like one of the biggest advocates for the Versus series, on, you know, online in general. Um, and like, there really isn't anything like it with other IPs. So it's amazing to me that like that is that is a f game format that Gundam has really nailed down as like their own. Yeah, that, that yeah, it's like, you're right. And I think even if they don't... Um seem to be releasing it here. I feel like they should anyway. They should just make it where it's just published in America. Yeah. You know, on console, but it's still in arcades in, in Japan just because, you know, I I think there's a reason it's popular in Japan because it's good. You know, even if it's not my thing, there's a large amount of people into games, especially competitive games, that really like that style. Yeah. You know what? And actually, it was just not too long ago, uh, Talos and I were talking, and then we streamed, and, and we did some co-op in Versus, the regular one. And it yeah. kind of reminded me, you know, this is actually fun, especially with another person. Um, and Definitely. And I might get back into playing it a bit more, uh, since, you know, there's a little lull with, with the Gundam games for now. Um, but I have high hopes for next He said year. cryptically. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, no, it's so, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm so blessed that these these things have escalated with my channel like they've had, where they reached out to me to be a champion, then they invite me, and I'm able to give constructive and thought-out feedback that I think about personally a lot on my own. On your channel, all the time, we dive deep into, like, marketing and gaming mechanics and, and, and things of that nature, and I feel like it was like I was finally able to like t tunnel that or funnel that into the proper channels. Um, 
And that's thanks in no small part, obviously, to the people watching now is like, exactly. you know, exactly. Ba- basically, you know, you guys supporting Adam and you guys, you know, kind of giving that feedback and creating this uh, ugh, community. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just the idea of like sharing these ideas, sharing these thoughts and, um, you know, like you said, going deep with it. That's the the, the fact that you're you're able to give that back and say like here's here's what i've learned being being in it like (laughs) yeah and i think i think from there like it also gave me a better idea of like as i'm making gundam content how can i continue to try to tap into uh communicating to those that don't know about gundam or want to get into gundam you know so it's like that really helped me to really understand by them asking me the questions they did it's like that helps frame the type of content that I, I would make. Um, and it, you know, gave me an idea because for a while, I'm gonna skip this ad too. For I was gonna a while, say that, that, that circular relationship too, where it's like you're giving them your feedback and with their blessing, you get more content to it's. Yeah, yeah no, it works out. Um, and, and I was even thinking uh, I, I might try to start doing, and I'm putting it out there just so then people can ask me about it. Like every once in a while, a video essay where I'm diving into like a specific thing to maybe help people understand a certain part. So it could be an hour long or something. So um, we'll see if I get to that, but no, anyway, that was, that was a lot of fun. So happy. And, you know, just to add some other things too, while I was down there, um, I'm I'm not really in California often, but one thing I'll say the weather, uh, weather is so nice. It would be, it would be uh, in the forties or it'd be in the eighties. But in Texas, when it's the 40s, it's miserable. When it's the 80s, it's like melting me. But like in California, there's something about the air that like it's yeah. just it's pleasant. Um, what's the weather like where you're at? Uh, mostly rainy. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, we we are on the coast, but man, there's something oh. about the West Coast that's a little bit different than the East Coast. The East Coast, you know, we get the we get the colder and the saltier air, I guess. And over mm. in California, they get the, uh, they get the nicer, prettier stuff. So it must be what it is. Cause like, and then I, I one time I was even looking at pricing of house prices of housing it, it, down in that area. And I was like, yeah, no, no, thanks. Yeah. It is incredible. Like what I saw, like, I, it, like if you, I guess, depending on what you're used to or where you live, if you were to look at real estate, in California, it's like that's impossible. Yeah, it's wild. It would, it would be multi multiple families would go in on a. They would have to. Uh, right. I, yeah, but you crazy. know what? Hey, air conditioning is cheaper than a bigger house to be comfortable outside. You know. It's no. <laughs> there you go. There, yeah. Um. In yeah, some other things. Um. Yeah, I liked that in California. Things were legal, so that that was cool too. Um, Always nice. <laughs> the, the one thing that was tough though was that the time difference because oh yeah, I, I had a fun night. The night before we met at Bandai, the the uh, influencers we all went to Yard House, uh, which is this really cool restaurant. And the cool surprise of that, if you guys are ready for this, our mod and uh, one of the first supporters, Ian, met up with me. So he was able to hang out with us. Yeah. And we were, 
uh, we're having a good time just talking, talk like my throat's still surviving from that. I was so <laughs> excited and talking and I was even apologizing. Guys, just tell me when to be quiet. Um, because it, it was so fun talking. And then, yeah, when we were done at like 11, um, I, I, it's really like 1 a.m. for me. And it's been so long since I've been up that late, especially because like <laughs> I'm normally getting up early to, you know, take the kids to school. So I usually get to bed, you know. Uh, early enough so i was oh tired that's why i didn't do a show yesterday because honestly i got back from the airport and while i felt great i wouldn't be able to think i was like no oh, man no. yeah so how long would was the meeting total because so you you flew in what monday yeah no i flew in tuesday and tuesday, tuesday. was more of just a, a chill day so that was yeah. where i went to the mission hung out with ian and the influencers at night the next day was Wednesday was the meeting and that was a five more than five hours uh, a little more than five hours because we got it a little later so yeah it was about five hours uh there um so yeah it was a lot of time to talk and then we had a um a dinner with the band I people later which was nice and in between that I also met up with another supporter Tom Uncle Tom if you guys have seen him in the chat hey, him yeah. and Ian came back and hung out and so we we hung out for a little bit and it was so awesome because so uh, one of our G-Watch episodes that we did was based on robot spirits because Ian collects those, Tom collects Tom those, collects, and yeah. Tom brought like kind of the holy grail robot spirits that I've been wanting to get. They're expensive. So the, the cost signature, uh, he brought the S Gundam, uh, the, um, the DJ. Uh, what was the other ones? It was the Mark V, I believe. Um and it was just cool to see them in hand because these are things I want to buy sometimes. So it's like, okay, is this yeah. really worth it? You never really know with some of those if it's like worth the price because they're pricey, you know. Um, but um, and then um, I'm trying to think, uh, was there anything else? But no. And then the next morning, Thursday, pretty much, I woke up, got the free breakfast, headed to the airport, and yeah, um, that was cool. Yeah, um, in um, Another thing I did was I made sure to load up on Netflix to like download stuff to watch. It was the first time that I'm looking at my reflection on the phone as I'm downloading. And I'm like, I've become a weeb because like I realized everything I downloaded was an anime to watch. And it's like, what is this? But no, because I, I finished the Castlevania anime. Oh, I love it. That's one of my favorites. Um, and then, yeah, I finished... Um, High score girl. What well, I, I didn't finish it. I finished the first season. Yeah. There was something else I watched, but I think I forgot. Um, but yeah, that yeah, that was the trip. Um that's awesome. Again, I'm blessed. You know, and and again, as we go, like I feel like if people, you know, that are Gundam fans out there that follow me, like you have some like honest like questions or feedback. Like, yeah, shoot me an email because I could collect this stuff and then give it to Bandai since they're willing to listen to me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's probably the biggest takeaway for me personally is like, you know, a lot of the people in in our mutual audiences and a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people, you know, just online in general have all these opinions and all of these thoughts about, you know, what Gundam means to them. And you know, you, you can be their ambassador. You can be their voice, 
in in so many ways and so it's very important to kind of foster that relationship and not you know d- yeah. d- don't look a gift horse in the mouth when it comes to you know <laughs> you can you can have your voice heard through adam so it's pretty yeah uh, so my main takeaway from all this is like bandai really cares about gundam and so it's, the next it's, time you say the devs are lazy, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh man. <laughs> no. Well, it, you know that that's kind of like you and I have always kind of, and I, I hate to throw around the term, but it's like you know we come off, I guess, as like shills for for Bandai a lot of times. Yeah. Now, for the record, neither of us is paid by Bandai, so mm, yeah. you know. <laughs> but Even if they've uh, given me stuff, it's like I'm not going to say no. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. But but you know. I think that there's a perspective there to, to be appreciated. And so, yeah, it's, it's because I'm really into this stuff and I'm really taking lessons I learned by being a star Wars fan with me, but this time I can actually speak to the people that are in charge of some of that stuff. And just like, this is the direction it should go. Um, uh, and you know, the other thing too, as I make my final, like takeaway from all of this is, you know, while they're trying to have more exposure in the West, they also made it a point that they don't want to dilute the brand. And I exactly. appreciate that a lot, actually, because in my head, I'm like, oh, put Gundam Ever Fortnite, Call of Duty, blah, blah, blah. And then they were kind of saying, like, yeah, we're, we're trying to balance it. Like, we don't want to dilute it, you know, but we also want it to be smart. And I was like, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I mean, it's awesome. So, well, um, you know, I think that's it for uh, – Today's show, I don't know. I had so much to talk about. I I don't even know if I talked about it all, but any final words, Stephen? No, I mean, I appreciate all the feedback that you've given us. Um, I'm glad they didn't make you sign any NDAs. <laughs> um, oh, hey, and oh, Rob said this in the chat and it was so funny. He was like, you can't spell Bandai without NDA. And I was like, that's, that's good. <laughs> there you go. But no, I mean, that says, it's, hey, it, it's very... To me, it's comforting the idea that that Bandai's listening. So yeah, no, one hundred percent. Mind and, your p's and q's, everybody. Yeah, and you know, I got to shout out Mech Dio. He's like, no, keep going, and it's like, oh, I wish because I. It reminds me how much I'll be watching or listening to a podcast while I'm working, and they're ending it. I'm like, God, oh, no, just uh, keep going, just a little more. I'm almost done. Um, so I get it. No, that's cool. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, anyway. Everyone have a good weekend. Steven, thank you for being here on Friday. This was fun. Um, it yeah, looks thank like you for our... being here. Yeah, th- thank you for taking time out on Wednesday when you had a five-hour oh. day ahead of you <laughs> to, to hang out with Manny and I. No, I had so. to. I, I had to be on with him, too. Like, it's um, – no, that that was great. Yeah, so link's in the description for that. And, um, yeah, um, yeah, like I said, reach out to me if you uh, – going to explain at gmail.com if – you guys want to send something, check uh, the Discord because the build and chill tomorrow and the links to everyone uh, down below. So all uh, have a good weekend.